Peter, I must ask you a question. Yes. Did you just say I must ask you a question? <laughs> Are you high? Uh, high on life, buddy. <laughs> high on life. Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. You're listening to the You'll Hear podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you. Today's episode is sponsored by Open Studio. Check out openstudiojazz.com. That's right. You heard me right. Openstudiojazz.com, our lightning fast new platform. All of our courses are up there now. Yep. It's a beautiful thing. We're getting great feedback because we got new features like quizzes, practice routines on a lot of stuff. We still have the same great uh, living notation feature where you can see a lot of the transcriptions scrolling along with the videos. We got all that, but at lightning fast speeds now, yep. openstudiojazz.com. Check it out. Nice, nice, nice. Good. Now, what are we talking about today? Well, today we got a, uh, I got another speak pipe from Alex. From Alex, Let's our friend. Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. It's Mr. Spaceman. Alex from uh, the PNW, not Colorado. Another question for you, but I got to say, podcast is great. It's the best thing to listen to while you're changing dirty diapers and you can't practice. I'm sure both of you know what I mean. Anyway, I was wondering if you could talk about one, um, phrasing while you're comping. So I'm not just talking about a Charleston rhythm here or a who parked the car rhythm there. No one talks about who parked the car. Um, but building phrases in your comping like you would build a phrase in a solo. I think that's interesting. Yeah. The other thing is, how do other people on the bandstand that are in the rhythm section build those phrases? What are their cues? All right, that's my question. I'm going to do this under a minute and 30. Guys are great. Keep at it. Take care. Bye. One minute, 25 seconds, Alex. You just <laughs> made it under the wire. He maximized that, that time. Who parked the car? Who uh, yeah, parked the car? I don't know who that. Parked, I didn't, never heard I that I know. Before. Who let the dogs out? Who, <laughs> who, who, who? But I, yeah. But who parked the car? The way he said it, though, could have been like, who parked the car? You know? oh, like, oh, right. Walk the dog. Walk yeah. the dog. Walk the dog. Yeah, that was. But I think he means who parked the car? Who parked the car? Boobop, boobop. Boo yeah, yeah, yeah. I just never heard it referred to as that. Charleston. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. So any monotone of those. with yeah. your. Uh, so, yeah, I don't want to put a pitch yeah. on it. So Alex, okay, I just figured out. He said, I think he said Alex from PNW, and Pacific I was thinking Northwest. That's what it is. Pacific. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking like a rap group, like you know NWA PNW. Is I was Alex. thinking like uh, PNW sausages down here off Kings Highway. Ah, oh, nice. That's BNW. BNW. Sorry. Um. So, all right. Thank you, Mr. Spaceman. Back in the house. Back on the podcast. Back all up on the speak pipe. All up in your speak pipe. As spacey as ever. As spacey as ever. Um, so, all right, this is cool, man. I'm, I'm a little, I want you to start with this if you would, Adam, yeah. uh, because I'm a little bit spaced out on exactly, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe cause it's phrasing while comping, you know, rhythmic phrasing. I think he's saying not rhythmic phrasing, so I'm not exactly sure what he's I asking. think he's kind of alluding to both m rhythmic and melodic phrasing. Um, I mean, that's how I think of comping. I don't mm -hmm. know how you approach it, but 
for me, the the deeper I get into it, and the more I listen to great uh, accompanists and 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 both guitarists and pianists, you know, there's less throwing our hands down at the keyboard and more like actual melodic phrases. Yeah, and of course, rhythm goes with that naturally, right? Sure. I mean, um, so I would say, you know, what was a real game changer for this for me, Alex? Uh, a few years ago, I really worked out my two-handed voicings, five note six note, even four note, two-handed voicings uh, that I could play over any chord with any melodic note on top, right? Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to get that solidified so that I was never surprised if I wanted to make a melody on any chord change, I could do that easily. Um, And it wasn't just me doubling something or moving something around, but actually like thoughtful five-note voicings with no repeated notes. I have a whole system I created for myself just to be able to do that. And it's been really amazing because I, I was just... I play so much, so many trio gigs that I don't, I don't mm. comp for a lot of people anymore. Right, actually. right, right. I mean, a little bit, but um, I was just playing a quartet gig. I, well, I played a quintet gig over the weekend, a quartet gig last night. Like a string quartet gig, or no? I wish I quartet. could play. If I could play viola in a string quartet, that would right. be like Ooh, we're, life goal. Went right for the middle there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't want to be on either end. Uh, no, but. Uh, um, but I was playing these uh, gigs where I was having to do a lot of comping, and I was really just so grateful for the that work that I put in to be able to comp melodically because I can basically listen to what the soloist is playing, listen to what the drummer's playing, listen to where the bass player is, and compose my melodies around what's happening. Mm. And not that you're always like, you know, I want to be right in there with you, bro, <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? But you want to say what you want to say so that you're not just... I mean, the whole goal of... of being present in the music and playing jazz is that it's a, a live thing that's new every time. Is this a live thing? Yes, it is. Yeah, this is it's a live new thing. every time, and you're actually saying something substantial whenever you do anything, in, including comping, so that uh, I, I have these m- melodic voicings that I can go to at any time so that I can really contribute what I think uh, compositionally to what's happening around me. Yeah, this that's good. I was actually thinking about this as you were answering and that what you said at the end kind of changed up my whole idea about this. So talking about, is this a live thing? This is absolutely a live thing. Yeah. So, you, you, you know, you kind of hit on the conversational uh, aspect of competing and, and the reactionary uh, and the inspirational component of that. And I think that that's so important. So whatever we do talk about or theorize about, phrasing in our comping and, and harmony and like how we're going to do that it's imperative that you know as pianists or guitarists or drum or anybody who's comping horn players can comp too absolutely Don't sleep on that horn sections can comp totally so comping is accompanying and it's conversational in jazz so let's not get however we phrase let's not let that get so important to us and we're so important and precious that it becomes more important than listening number totally. one first first and, and foremost yeah. the most important part and so i think that the way that we phrase should be intertwined intertwined and and integral to how the soloist that you're actually accompanying and comping behind is phrasing mm-hmm. it should never be well this is the way i phrase however we look at it you know and it's so important that we come with that kind of mindset of you know, accompanying. And now remember, accompanying, I believe it does not mean just supporting. I think a great accompanist, a great comper, is that, is that, can we say that? Comper? Does that mean just did? We said it. Bam. Um, is someone that supports 
and inspires and pushes at the yeah. right time. Yeah, that's yeah. all about like listening and stuff. And so like how you're phrasing and it stuff can't be you can't separate that from the whole active company, which is which is really about listening. You know? That's right. It's not all about you when you're comping, but you absolutely have the right to put have some input into yep. what's happening and yeah. to and to talk to the soloists. Right. You know, and to guide them. And how do you know when you need to step up more and when less? You have to listen. Oh, I thought it was you Google it. No. That was what my kids said, how you can get any answer. Sorry. You okay. Google it? No, you have to listen to what's going on. Okay, right, 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 right. You also have to listen to what's going on with the bass and drums if you're comping too, because a lot of, you know, I mean, you're obviously you're, you're supporting the soloist, you're adding your own input, you're, you're there to help the, the sound. A lot of this has to do, though, too, with helping the overall vibe of the solo reach its, its you know, destination that it's kind of going towards. Yeah. So if you hear it's the end of a chorus, and the drummer's starting to do some more things, yep. you need to do some things to start building tension too. Like, uh, you know, if if I hear a drummer, like we're like, dun, 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 and he starts, dun, 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 maybe the last three bars of the chorus, where I know he's going to mark the, the new form, right? Yep. I'm going to do some maybe chromatic fourth things going into that mm -hmm. or some kind of tension building yep. thing that I can release and then let it kind of like fly on the top of that chorus right 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 those things are crucial i think when you hear a tight rhythm section yep. you hear them marking those kind of forms doing things like that yeah with each other and you know maybe it was the drummer who started taking that maybe yep. it was the bass player who started some kind of ostinato or something and you know someone's like all right let's do something here let's make yep. let's churn it so that we could release at the top that's right that's right there's definitely that element i think with great rhythm sections of Really, it goes back to collective improvisation, and you talk about like the roots of jazz and New Orleans brass band playing and stuff. Is like there is a there's a collective comping, but there's a collective improvisation. Um, now, I think in terms of actual phrasing, we we hit on a, a, a part of it. I think they can be helpful to Alex and to everybody, um, and that is that you know phrasing in general, like kind of big picture of just for music and for art, even you could say. Um, but specifically in music is really based upon um, a, a combination and a pulling and a tugging between those three basic elements of melody, harmony, and rhythm. Like that's what really phrasing is about. Like a lot of times we'll think it's only about melody, but, but, if, you, but if, you, if you talk about phrasing the melody, of course that's important. But in terms of comping, how we play the harmony and you might say well that's obvious if you're a pianist or a guitarist it's like whatever the chord is you're delineating what the harmony is but that can become a very big part of how you phrase you know Absolutely. it isn't just about the melody and then you know how we place that within the rhythm is huge for i mean because rhythmic phrasing will break it down as a as a part of that but that's really just one element to how the overall phrasing is so i think we never want to decouple those three elements especially when it i mean never in never, music because never. they're always even if one becomes more prevalent rhythm or, or you're really concentrating in on the harmony or, or the melody takes takes center stage. Those All those elements are always there. They're always working together. And the fun in terms of, and really what phrasing is, just like when we're speaking, mm -hmm. you know, a great orator or people having a discussion with each other, how they phrase, it's the vocabulary, it's the timbre of their voice, it's the pitch of their voice, it's the language. All those things come together. So we never can really decouple those and we shouldn't. And good phrasing, once we have these sort of essential elements, which I agree are so crucial, good phrasing is not in a vacuum. A phrase doesn't exist on its own. No. It depends on uh, whether it's good or not or impactful. It depends on what's happened before it and what's happened yep. after that. Yep. And this scope can widen and widen and widen. So you have the one individual phrase that's like the small, maybe the smallest scope is one note. But right. let's say we have one individual comping phrase. Let's say it is 
uh, who parked the car, right? So <laughs> Since we just learned that one today. <laughs> who parked the car, and maybe it's just one chord you're playing that on. No change yep. in the voicing or melodic content on top. Who parked the car? Now, if I just played who parked the car before that, now we have uh, repetition, right? Right. But maybe if I play who parked the car and I play something else like... Uh, 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 like, hey, where is the car? <laughs> I guess. Hey, I don't know. who stole my car? <laughs> yeah, actually, hey, who stole my car? No, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. whatever that is, after that, okay, now I have two phrases. Right. Okay, now Where I, did I park my car and who stole my car? There you go, phrasing. So, Alex, the, the, th- the thought that I think of most that I think affects the quality of my, my comping and, and the phrasing within my comping is a question of repetition or variety. Which one am I trying to do? Am Mm -hmm. I trying to create repetition or am I trying to create variety? A balance of these things is what separates good compers from great compers. Absolutely. When you know when to change it up and when you know to kind of like hammer something home, it's just like playing a solo, right? It's like I'm never going to play, and just because of this is my sensibility, I'm never going to play random phrases in my solo. I will always do thematic things several times and then switch it up right so so there's repetition and variety repetition and variety repetition. we learn from kenny rogers you got to know when to hold them you got to know when to fold them hello that's such a great song for lessons <laughs> yeah. for, comping. for comping great comping on that no but you know what i'm saying like yeah so you got this scope of one phrase but it's not in a vacuum it, it really matters what's happened before what's happened after and actually you can start planning a whole strategy of like okay by here you know, like I feel like maybe we kind of be here at certain points. So yeah. I'm gonna hold. The, I'm gonna hold off for now. Well, yeah. and the more we we refocus and and recenter always back to that conversation, right? With yourself, with the solos, with the rhythm section, the better you can place this kind of thing in terms of what happened before, what and where you're going, and and really a strategy that is linear and story based. Right. You know, that's what re- really continues to frame. You know, the whole reason why we're comping and, and why we're telling these stories and why it's important that it doesn't, it's not just an isolated thing. Man, listen to my hip comping chords, man. You know, no, yeah, not at all. Not at all. And I think, too, even like with the who parked the car, um, you know, what we're talking about, myth, um, rhythm, melody, and harmony, there, that becomes very much like a, a rhythmic thing. Bop, 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 bop. But you can already think about you like melodies. And I'm thinking about voicings that work. You know, the harmonic interplay with that rhythm has such an impact, you know, in terms of... You know, like right. you answer your, your phrases, you can displace that. Yeah, you build up who parked the car, who parked the car. Totally. Me. Exactly yeah. right. No, but that's the variety. Tension and the resolution. me is the resolution. That's, and that's right. crucial to all of this. That's right. And, I, you know, like you said, that uh, melody, harmony, and, and rhythm are, are the three sort of prongs of the trident of music. Like, right. those are all applicable to every part of it so don't think that it's just about soloing or playing a melody or whatever i mean when you're when you're accompanying people those have to be part of it absolutely good well thank you alex as always and uh, what should folks do if they want to follow in alex's footsteps they need to go to youllhearit.com anyway just to be hanging out over there because we have uh you can you can leave a speak pipe as Alex did at one minute and twenty five seconds. He had five seconds to spare. Right, because we have a ninety second limit. We do. Let's be honest. We're not paying for speak pipe. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, we're not. Are we? Uh, I, I don't, don't know. Love you, speak pipe. But uh, you can go there for that to leave us a voice message. You can leave us a written message. You can leave us a review on your app on your podcast app. You can get a t shirt as PM is wearing what? over here. It's our. The top of our heads, thank God. I went to a coffee shop this morning with my lovely wife, Kelly. Big shout out to Kelly. Um, (laughs) 
keep on keep on yoging. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I walked in and I, I for, kind of forgot I had this on. Yeah. And the barista. Yeah. She looked at me. She said, "You've got your own shirt on." Oh and goodness. I was like, "Thank you." And but she was kind of like, "I'm being facetious." Yeah. She was <laughs> and like, "I was like, you're a barista, <laughs> <laughs> a f- facetious barista. That would be a good name of a band." Remember yesterday we facetious had facetious barista. The, f- the facetious barista. Yeah, you I mean, guys it, can have. That. I'm giving you that for free. If you want a band name that no one can pronounce, that'd be great. <laughs> facetious barista. Nice. Uh, it, but it is a little bit like you're wearing. The band, but it's not exactly. I mean, it's like you're in the band and you're wearing really? your Could own you t-shirt. Me? No, I but mean, if people know who you are, like if, yeah, I'm just the bre- This is how much oh, you get. My coffee. name's on the your top. Your name's on the top. <laughs> I didn't see that like oh, I'm Peter Martin. <laughs> Hello. Oh, look, here's my credit card. Can I get my coffee? <laughs> Peter <laughs> Martin. Yeah. yeah, go to youllhearit.com so you can get your own t-shirt of uh, you'll hear it. Actually, they're good-looking t-shirts. I they are. Say. They feel good. They're premium. They are premium. premium. Speaking of premium, well, I'll just do it out there. We do. We have you'll hear it premium available. Now maybe we, we, we think it maybe <laughs> we're, we're we're projecting into the future because of the season changeover. But if it's not there yet, uh, it's gonna be there soon. And w- w- this is good. We'll give people prep anyway. Look, we're not trying to you know like like uh, say we're 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 you have to start paying for the this podcast. What we do here is always gonna be free. For we, sure, we're doing this, but this takes a lot of time. This it takes t- a lot of time. Equipment. Our time, Andrew, our great producers, there's editing and everything, and we want to keep this going. But we had a lot of requests. This kind of came out of the requests for the ones at the piano, and those really take a long time. I know. We get a lot of requests for the ones at the piano. We get a lot of requests for written materials for the ones at the piano. And these are just so time-consuming that we want to do more of them, but we (laughs) we. We can't afford it. Exactly right. So, so there's a small, there's going to be a small monthly fee that I think you will find nice and affordable, and it's also a nice kind of gateway into the Open Studio Jazz works. So it's, it's going to be available. It is available. That's right. At OpenStudioJazz.com, and it's a, a ongoing membership, and you know you can come and go as you please. I mean, you know what you get with this as well with the Open Studio or with yeah. the, the you'll hear it premium. This is the lowest tier you can get into the exclusive private Facebook page that we have for Open Studio, which That's is right. an incredible network of musicians, an incredible resource. We do a lot over there, a lot of free content over there as well so yeah yeah so you out. get the um private facebook private facebook group yep. you get the um access to the archive of all the you'll hear us because we couldn't even have space to leave them all in the regular feed so if you want to go back old school to our original episodes oh yeah there's like so on a road trip you can only get them as a premium member that's right when we were not in the podcast we were in the, the big room with the 35 foot high ceilings that's right so you get a nice reverberous sound that's right yeah and the premium uh, content and we're gonna have some other little surprises we're gonna do some giveaways yeah um and uh, you know you'll have like some some we got some good stuff coming so jump on that when you get a chance and until um, tomorrow you'll hear it.